0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: Time on with Jack Everett. Welcome back to Time on on SEN. Still to come this hour, some of the stuff from across the day that you've missed. We'll talk Taylor Walker. We'll talk a little bit of Tom Lynch because everyone's been talking Mitch Robinson and Tom Lynch today. Some interesting comments from Caroline Wilson, and a whole lot more. That's all still to come in the last half an hour of the show. You can keep your thoughts coming oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the text. And of course, the lines are always yours. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Most of you who listen to this show know that I absolutely love the NBL. The direction that the sport has taken in the last few years under Larry Kesselman and Jeremy Lowligger has been absolutely superb. They're one step ahead with everything that they're doing, including having a team join the NBL competition based out of Tasmania. There's a lot still to work through. Still got to appoint a, a point of coach and players and a name and some other stuff that we might talk about. But the first move is a very, very good one. They've appointed a CEO. His name, his name is Simon Brookhouse. He's got a strong affinity with Tasmanian basketball and sport in Australia. And he joins me tonight here on Time On. Simon, thanks for being on the show and congratulations.
0: Thanks, Jack. And it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Great to join
1: you. Uh, you must have... I would imagine when uh, you would have been following pretty closely uh, the the developments around a team coming into Tasmania and how things were getting closer and closer with the working group that were established. But then as soon as it was announced, you, your ears must have pricked up as a sports administrator with a bent towards Tasmanian basketball. You must have been pretty keen on this.
0: Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just a, it's an exciting opportunity for sport in Tasmania, not just basketball. I think sport in general, it's a, to actually follow the NBL and the growth that, as you mentioned, Jeremy and, and Larry have been able to achieve and, and now have a team in Tasmania that will be Tasmania's own uh, in a national national competition and on the international media, I just uh, it's really exciting and an opportunity too good not to look into.
1: Um, how important is it, and you, you obviously would have spoken about this during the job interview, so you're not under another interview now, but how important is it knowing <laughs> that, that Tasmanian market? It's one thing to know basketball, but... I reckon for this team, knowing that market would have, would have been pretty crucial.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair, Jack. I think There's a lot of nuances in Tasmania, as many know, with the, the sort of the north-west, the north and the south. And trying to bring all of them together is really important. And having been involved with uh, basketball down there, um, you get a really good understanding of that. There's a great rivalry in the, the NBL 1 between the, the north-west and, yeah. and the Hobart teams. And so... But the one thing that I do know is the Tasmanians are really passionate and they're really passionate about something that's theirs and to to sort of the NBL's vision to have this team out of Tasmania and and the other sporting codes have obviously looked at Tasmanian teams and not had the leap of faith. So I think that's a really great thing and it'll unify the state and I'm really hopeful that everybody's going to get behind it. um, really support as their own. And, and that's the main thing. It is a Tasmanian team. It's the community we want to be involved in and we want to be successful.
1: And have you found that, and there's an article uh, in Tasmanian papers today that Adam Smith's written about the NBL being a step towards an AFL team. Obviously, we'll let the AFL do their thing when it comes to it. But have you found that there's been significant interest from from other codes who are saying, oh, okay, you're, you're going to go ahead and do this. How are you going to go about it? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think
0: that a lot of people have sort of Set on the fence to some e- to some extent, and from the other codes, and not made the decision. And you know, just to reiterate, the NBL's vision and, and to make that decision, I think, puts them ahead of the pack. And yeah. if you look at the growth of the, in the last five years of what the NBL has been able to do, year on year, it just continues to grow in every metric. So. Uh, I think they are ahead of the pack in in taking this leap of faith, and I hope the other codes do follow and and see what what you know what they've been able to do and what can be successful.
1: I've got no doubt about that. Now the Chargers' name um, is synonymous with Australian basketball. It was it was bought back for for NBL one, which I thought was a, a really really smart move. Just tell us about the hole that w- when the team shut down and we didn't have a, a team based out of Tasmania anymore. They were pretty emotional times, and and you speak to a lot of people who were involved who were emotional about it even to this day. How big of a hole did it leave not having a basketball team in Tasmania?
0: Oh, look, I think when the the Devils finished up in the mid-90s, I think 96 it was, and and it it left a real hole. But one thing that's continued on with what was the SEABL and and now the NBL one is at least there's been that semi-professional basketball teams in Tasmania. There's still an affinity for, for wanting to be on the the national stage and in this extent the international stage so there's no doubt it left a hole but I don't think it, I don't think people's passion for the sport was left wanting. They had something else to grab onto with the Hobart Chargers, the North West Thunder, uh, the La- Launceston Tornadoes who all still exist and it's important for us to be able to work with those teams and, and with Basketball Tasmania. One of One of the major I guess, aims for this team is, yeah, we want to be successful from an NBL point of view, but we want to be successful to grow the sport in Tassie. Mm. And, you know, if we can double the numbers of Tasmanians who play basketball, that's as big an achievement for us as, as winning an NBL title.
1: We're talking to Simon Brookhouse, the CEO of Tasmania's new NBL team. Um, There's been a, a fantastic initiative by the NBL to, to have a website set up, au. if you haven't seen it, where you can go on and you can vote. For the name, I, I don't have the exact number, but I've told it's been an extraordinary number of votes uh, to name this team. So the, the interest is there already. Are we getting closer?
0: Yeah, we certainly are. Um, we, we, we closed the entries on Friday last week and uh, there is a short list that will be published soon. I think that uh, a number of those teams were, were were in the media last week. The Timbers, the Tridents, the Jack Jumpers, and a few <laughs> others to name a few. I, so, I, I like the Jack um, Jumpers
1: personally, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, no, I think I think it's great. It's a great uh, name. It's synonymous with Tasmania. I think Timbers has an uh, allegiance to Tasmania, and the Trident's also in terms of you know the three parts of Tasmania: the northwest, the north, and the south. So they're all um, they're, they're all really good names, and they all actually relate to Tasmania. And yeah. I think that's really important that it's the community making the decision around this. And obviously, we need to bring the brand to life, but they've all been involved.
1: So, how, what does it look like from here? I mean, this the NBL 21 is very much up in the air. We're, we're looking at a December start, hopefully, at this stage, all things being equal, but there's, uh, there's a lot still to play out. And then it's, it's your turn after that. So, when, when do you start to? I mean, there's the obvious appointments of coaches and players and all that sort of stuff, but to, to have a team it's going to, and a club, it's going to take more than that. How do you start to go about making appointments?
0: Yeah, sure. Look, first and foremost, we'll, we'll get the, the, some off-court staff in place. Obviously my appointment was crucial and there's a number of other roles that we'll be filling in the coming weeks and months. Coach is really important. I think it's um something that we will take very seriously our search for a coach and who can build a culture from year one. Um, and then uh, and then the next phase is obviously players and one of the things that has to come into consideration with the fantastic support from the, the Tasmanian government, not only around the team but the redevelopment of the, the home court being the deck um, we want some Tasmanian flavour in this as well. So we'll be looking, whether it be off-court staff, on-court staff, players, to make sure that there is a Tasmanian influence. So they're the sort of things we've got to work through. And between now and, and Christmas, we really need to get the off-court staff in place, coaching structures looked at, and, and then get into the community and start launching the brand.
1: What's the vibe in the community? I'm sure that your phone would have gone uh, absolutely crazy in the last little while. What's, what's the early feeling on, from the community about having a team back?
0: Well, they've been overwhelmed, Jack. Uh, the, the number of positive comments that, that have come through, whether it be via LinkedIn, whether text or phone calls, but even sort of some of the media interviews that have been done in Tasmania, everybody everybody has been extremely excited about this opportunity for the team. And, and I think that um, it's a great testament to the Tasmanian culture that they want to get behind this and make it successful.
1: Uh, you mentioned that you want a Tasmanian flavour right throughout the club. Uh, I can think of a, a Tasmanian who played a lot of basketball that's now playing some pretty good footy with the Gold Coast Suns. He, should he expect a phone call at some stage, Hugh Greenwood? I
0: think that be, uh, he's got a great culture of <laughs> basketball, as you know. Um, a good home-grown Tasmanian, so you'd never say never. <laughs> um, I think he's on a pretty lucrative contract with the Gold Coast, but uh, I certainly... Uh, it's funny you mention that because he was a name that I've mentioned, um, cause I knew his mother, um, before she passed away, unfortunately. So, um, it would be fantastic to have someone of Hugh's huge caliber involved, but obviously he's got a contract to fulfill in the AFL. So we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, I think that the move itself to, to have this team, I've been a huge advocate from the moment it was discussed. I'm, I'm so glad to see that it's come to fruition and I'm so glad to see that you're going to be leading this, uh, this basketball club forward, Simon, congratulations. Uh, look forward to working with you and interviewing and speaking with you, but, uh, you got a lot of work to do, so all the best.
0: Thanks, Jack. appreciate the time and uh, look forward to the journey.
1: Simon Brookhouse, the new CEO of the Tasmanian NBL team, and it looks like we'll get a short list of names coming up in the next week or two, which is uh, very, very exciting. And to everyone in Tasmania, a lot of you listen to us here on SEN and you've been barracking and pushing for a team. The next thing you can do after this is when the team is named and when the team... Is ready to go for the NBL 22 season. Get behind them. Go to games, buy a membership, buy merchandise, show your love. Because you've waited this long, now it's time to get behind them. We'll come back with.
0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Some of the stuff that we've missed from across the day.